Hello, welcome to the Dear Writer podcast. I'm Sarah. And I'm Ashley. We're two aspiring collaborative authors sharing our writing journey with you. The ups, the downs, and everything in between. Whether you're just starting out or a more experienced writer, we hope that you'll find this podcast inspiring and thought-provoking. And here's the show. Hey everyone, welcome back to Dear Writer. Today we're recording episode 125 and it's one of our creative exercises and we are going to be experimenting with some haikus, which is pretty fun. I think both of us are a little surprised we haven't done haikus yet because uh, they are you know, a fairly simple form of poetry, which can be quite fun. But I am looking forward to going through talking about haikus and sharing some of the ones that I wrote. <laughs> Yes, so before we get started, I thought it might be good to have just a brief overview of what a haiku is and the difference between contemporary and traditional haikus. When I was like looking it up, I was like, oh, okay, there's a lot of stuff about haikus that I'd never really thought about. You're just like, 575, that's a haiku. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Used to be the start of my old phone number as well, so I always used to remember it as a kid because I was like, (laughs) phone number started 575 just like a haiku (laughs) (laughs) that's hilarious so cute (laughs) so the contemporary haiku to begin with the one that people are most familiar with i think has three lines and as you mentioned ashley five syllables for the first seven for the second and five for the third and in contemporary haikus the subject can be anything there are no real rules to follow except for keeping to the syllabic structure (laughs) Did you want to discuss what a traditional haiku is, Ashley? Yes, sure. So traditional haikus also follow the same 575 syllable structure, and they are usually loosely focused on weather or nature. And there are a couple different elements to traditional haikus. One is the kigo, um, or season word, for example, leaf. Um, another element separate element of the traditional haiku is also the kirego or cutting word which separates the verse into two distinct halves and these days it's more common to use punctuation to indicate the split so like a hyphen or an ellipsis rather than a specific cutting word yeah so we got this information and today's exercise from writingforward.com and if you are interested i highly recommend checking out their website for learning about the haiku because it certainly enlightened me to the differences between traditional and contemporary. I didn't know there were was two different types, to be honest. <laughs> yeah, and I mean, like, it's worth mentioning as well that the traditional haiku is written across just one line of, like, 17 syllables, but then eventually it ended up being the form of, like, three lines and five, seven, five, I guess because it probably even as one line would naturally separate into those kind of rhythm yeah probably it also looks nicer I think as the three lines mm. as well visually I guess because a lot of poems are visual well, I guess in the Japanese it would have been like down yeah and like it would have looked all pretty and <laughs> yeah <laughs> it would have been probably like alongside some art or something nice <laughs> we're not that fancy anyways I think one of the first questions to ask is what were our initial thoughts before attempting the exercise and what attracted us to this exercise as we like to start these creative exercises off asking. Yeah, I was actually really looking forward to these haikus. We hadn't done poetry in a while, but 
haikus for some reason always seem like the fun poetry. <laughs> I don't know why, <laughs> but they're like, they're the fun one in my mind. So I was looking forward to writing them, even though I'm not the best at poetry. I feel like haikus are such an easy access point. And even if they're not like, you know, literarily amazing, they're always kind of funny because they always tend to have a little twist in them, whatever they are, <laughs> which I like. And I'd also... Weirdly, I think I mentioned in the last episode that my sister Mel and her partner Brandon had written haikus recently for the Dominion Road anthology, and I was like, oh, that sounds fun. James also has contributed a haiku as well uh, to that anthology, so I was like, everyone's written haikus, and I haven't written one in a while, so it's my turn today. Yes. (laughs) And I was actually really interested um, and intrigued about trying out the Higo, so the season word, and the kirego, the cutting word, just to sort of see how those function in haikus yeah. as well. Because, uh, I, well, one, I'd never heard of them, and I was so, you know, interested to see what would happen with that. Yeah. What about you, Sarah? I had already sort of decided it might be a nice change to change things up and to re-enter the world of poetry this week, as we discussed. And I thought haikus could be a fun change of pace. And once I found the exercise, I was really interested, like you said, in the different elements of, well, the different types of like the contemporary haiku, which is what I'd more often come across, and then the traditional haiku. And I thought it was really fascinating to learn about them and the origins of the haiku poetry form, because I was completely naive prior to this. (laughs) And I was really curious to see how different they would be and to attempt both styles. So yeah. That was my initial thoughts. So I think the next thing to do is to read out our haikus and see what each of us came up with. Do we want to do like one person do one, one, and then the next person do one, and then discuss them at the end? Sounds good. Do you want me to go first? Sure. (laughs) Okay. So for me, the hardest part about writing haikus is choosing a topic. So I decided to choose a single theme to link all my poems together. So my poems are all nighttime haikus, but in the different styles. Mm. <laughs> so nice. does, we want to do the contemporary one first? Sure. Okay. So I've entitled my contemporary one, Nighttime Haiku Contemporary, because I'm original. <laughs> <laughs> so this is my contemporary haiku. Darkness falls again. The world is sleeping soundly, all except for me. So that's my contemporary haiku. Um, inspired by me not sleeping, courtesy of my son. <laughs> well, to follow on with that, uh, my contemporary haiku, or we each decided to write three. I wrote two contemporary and one traditional. Um, however, I cheated and one of the contemporary ones I wrote ages ago because I ended up not having time. But funnily <laughs> enough, following a similar theme, my contemporary haiku is called Baby Sleep. Oh, so sleep like a baby, shuffling circles around your bed, startling with each sound. <laughs> Julia's nighttime sleep adventures in her crib. Yes, I'm guessing she does laps. <laughs> and I'm like, babies never sleep soundly. So I don't know. I just kind of thought it was an interesting twist. That's funny. <laughs> Do you want to follow with one of yours? Sure. So I guess. You said you did two contemporary, so I wasn't entirely sure what to do. So I did one contemporary, one focusing on using one of the 
kereji, so the cutting word, and then another one focusing on using the kigo, so the season word. Okay. Yeah. So we can do the cutting word next. So the kereji. Again, I've titled entitled it nighttime haiku, but this time kereji. <laughs> <laughs> Night should be silent. And then I've got the M dash there as my punctuation. But cicadas are rebels, chirruping, not sleeping. <laughs> so that's my energy cutting one. That's awesome. I like that one. I really like that one. You could say that also is a nature focused one. So it's, it is. You could it call is. that a traditional haiku, like completely. Mm. Yes. Okay. And I'll follow it with my traditional haiku, um, which. I've titled In the Shoulder Season because I didn't really know what to call it. (laughs) Snowbanks line sidewalks, slick, slippery sheets of ice, and then an M dash. Spring in Calgary. (laughs) Oh, dear. Do they always have little twists at the end, which is why I like haikus because they're always like, oh, that's lovely. Ha ha ha. Or I find them like, ha 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 at the end. Okay, so my third one, as I said before, is another traditional haiku, this time using the kigo, so the season word. And again, I've entitled it nighttime haiku, kigo, because they all go together in a little, I don't know, what collection? I'm not sure. All right, <laughs> here we go. Summer nights turn cool, the breath of winter beckons, a chill in the air. That's cool. It's very traditional as well, that one. Yeah, <laughs> winter wow summery wintery it's because we had a window open and then tj got angry because it was like cold because <laughs> the temperature dropped at night and i was like well that can be my next one my last one. Oh well my last one again as i said i wrote this one ages ago when funnily enough i couldn't sleep at a time and i think i was just like randomly thinking of haikus in bed so it was in like the do. notes in my phone do you, I was say, do you think in haiku when you're trying to sleep I don't know why. I think we had maybe been like just playing around with it, my husband and I, oh, like, that makes at more sense. night for some reason that particular evening. But I also I found it an interesting way to like summarize plot lines. And I was like attempting to, instead of doing like a one sentence, what do you this call makes, them? This is great. I was like, okay. oh, I'm going to do it in haiku instead. So this one's about when the rain falls. Oh my gosh, amazing. <laughs> Dead cows eat profit. Government conspiracy. New Zealand at war. <laughs> I love this. And uh, that is probably really confusing if you've never read our book. <laughs> Hopefully entices you to read it. <laughs> That's funny. Yeah. I love it. Plot summary in haiku form. I guess the next part to then move on to was kind of summarizing our experiences at writing these haikus. Mm-hmm. So, funnily enough, I did not particularly enjoy it as much as I thought. It was a lot trickier than I anticipated. And the first hurdle, as Ashley mentioned to, to begin, was actually finding a topic to talk about. Especially with the contemporary style, the traditional was easier from the perspective that it was nature-based, but that's still a pretty broad topic, so, you know, you still kind of had to hunt around a bit. And I also found once I started that, that not only did the syllables have to fit, you needed to be very particular in your word choice, and 
I could have played around with word choice a lot more than what I did. I was constantly altering it, but I'm still not 100% pleased with the results. I did enjoy the splicing in the traditional one using the kiri. I'm going to say this. I'm going to butcher it. Sorry. The, the kiriji. Kiriji. I can't say it. <laughs> kiriji. It's my kiriji. half Japanese coming into full form here. <laughs> was fun and a good change of pace you know in conclusion I thought haikus are fun little verses but I think they're actually very challenging to do well a lot of people have attempted them at one point or another but a good haiku is quite elusive I think that was what I thought after trying it again I was like yeah this is this is challenging I'm not sure I'm nailing this one at all (laughs) (laughs) what was your thoughts Ashley Well, like you, the first hurdle was trying to think of the theme. And I, like, for the longest time could not even get started because I I don't even know what to write about. I even tried using, like, a a prompt generator online to try and, like, (laughs) just give myself the topic so then I could write about it. Except I couldn't find any good prompt ones. All of them were for, like, prompting your story. And so a lot of them were, like, your greatest fear a moment uh, when you felt helpless. And I was like, okay, this is too much for my haikus. Like, I'm not going to write my haikus about that. (laughs) So in the end, I just tried to think of something quite broad and was like, nighttime, we'll just do that and see how it goes from there. I love that it just, like, landed on topics that, like, at the forefront of our minds. (laughs) It's like, baby sleep. And then, (laughs) because I've been doing a lot of walks lately, it was like, just randomly about the snowbanks and ice for the traditional one. <laughs> yep. Uh, anyway, so then getting down to actually writing the haikus, I found the contemporary one fairly straightforward once I settled on a, I guess, a subtopic. It came, that one was quite, well, relatively quick. I found the other two traditional ones a lot more challenging because at the beginning I didn't really understand the concept of the cutting word mm-hmm. and like I looked into it a bit and I was like oh okay because because I've studied Japanese I understood like the Japanese version of the cutting words mm-hmm. but then like we kind of mentioned in the introduction or I don't know if we fully mentioned it that there's no real direct translation into English for yeah. like the traditional type of cutting word uh, and that confused me so then I had to go down like a really deep rabbit hole to figure out like exactly what the cutting words were in English and to kind of figure out what was going on and then I was like okay so it's more of a concept than an actual you know word I think it's just like a change of like a like you said a twist like you know you start off one way and then it like twists and it's like and then this happened (laughs) and you're like oh okay this is the point of the poem now (laughs) yes (laughs) That was just kind of what I took from it. So then I was like, okay, so it's kind of more of a concept. And but then that kind of confused me because I kind of had the idea that it was a, like a specific word or something that you put in. Um, right. Given because it's called a cutting word. Yeah. So that made it quite ambiguous. So it really confused me for a while. Uh, so I found that quite challenging. And then I kind of, I wouldn't say got the hang of it. I just jumped in and kind of went with it. And I think I used it correctly, question mark. But yeah, the and then the season word was a little bit easier. 
anyways, I found it, a, I guess, overall a fairly fun challenge, but it did take way longer than I thought it was going to take. Oh, and I agree with so you, Sarah, <laughs> about the, I'm like, there's only like, I don't know, 12, 15, maybe not even 15 words, 12 words maximum in the poem. But the amount of tweaking that you can do on 12 words is like quite significant. <laughs> You'd be like, oh, I want to use this word, but oh, no, wait, hang on. I don't have enough syllables. So if I change this and then change that, then maybe I can use this word that I wanted to use. <laughs> oh. It's never ending. So I also agree. A good haiku, I think, is quite elusive. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear. That brings us to, I guess, the final question is how we think uh, this, or if we think this is helpful for creativity. What do you reckon, Sarah? Well, I think we've done quite a few exercises at this point, which makes you consider word choice a lot. And I think this is another one of those episodes that just really makes you focus on word choice. And I think, you know, like having options of like different ways that you can develop your skill around word choice is helpful. However, since personally, since I know there are so many other ways to achieve it, I think I would probably rather use different methods to hone that particular skill. Mm-hmm. So I'd say, is it helpful? It's an option. Uh, one that I didn't particularly gel with, but other people may find it different and maybe like yes haikus are so me I'm gonna do this so it really just depends on you and your Mm -hmm. style but I did not particularly enjoy the exercise. (laughs) Sarah's even though apparently Sarah thinks in haiku in her sleep she is not a haiku Mm, no. (laughs) (laughs) All right for me it's I I wrote yes and no. (laughs) So my first thought was I think with a more targeted theme that might be a bit more helpful for creativity. I I was a bit just lost and spent most of my time trying to figure out what to write about, which I find a bit frustrating sometimes. So that didn't set me off on a great footing to begin with. (laughs) Yes. Then on the flip side, I thought it would potentially be quite good for character. And, you know, kind of like hashing out character feelings and character like thoughts um, in certain <laughs> situations. I thought that could be where I was trying to think where a haiku would be helpful um, if I was trying to apply it to my novel. So I was like, maybe in the character realm, that might be quite good to see how characters are feeling in a certain situation. And then I was imagining like Levi and Dylan thinking in haiku when they're like angry. <laughs> and that made me laugh. And I was like, ha oh. That's funny. Anyways. So I thought that could be a good place to use it. And, you know, if you do like writing haikus, because it's such a, usually such a quick exercise when you're not being pedantic and trying to get the exact words right, um, (laughs) it can be quite a fun way to start writing again if you haven't written in a while to sort of get some of your thoughts in order, well, in order in a creative way. So I guess the specific exercise we did today, perhaps not, but I, kind of could see where maybe it could be helpful uh, in another situation yeah yeah and I would say like you know if you're trying to summarize your story into like one sentence to pitch it like a one sentence pitch doing a haiku pitch (laughs) (laughs) 
can be quite helpful and just quite entertaining. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Your plot as a haiku is very, it's just very amusing. <laughs> Maybe we should put that out as a challenge on Instagram. I'd love to we see totally other people's should. plot haikus. <laughs> I'm totally going to like put that in our Instagram description of this episode as well and we'll make a hashtag for it so and hopefully (laughs) we can see other people's plot haikus because i would i like really want to see that (laughs) me too (sighs) okay we should probably wrap this episode up then yes so if you would like to be on one of our author spotlight sections, you can head on over to our website, lindersoncreations.com, and hover your mouse over the podcast tab, and there'll be a link to apply. Next time on Dear Writer, it's our author spotlight interview series that we just mentioned, and we're looking forward to having another writer with us and hearing all about their writing journey. And if you'd like to know any more about us or any of our writing projects, you can visit us at the aforementioned website, lindersoncreations.com, or get in contact with us on Facebook or Instagram under the handle lindersoncreations. And if you enjoy the show, please rate and review us on Apple Podcasts and subscribe on your podcatcher of choice, and we'll be back next week. Happy writing, everyone. Bye.